Welcome to Loving People to the Cross. I'm Pastor Tom Crandall. I'm so excited that you've joined us today. I hope and pray that this word from the Lord encourages you and uplifts you in your spirit. And I hope it draws you to walk closer with Him. Remember, after the podcast, stick around for one more message from me, your host, Pastor Tom Crandall. God bless you, my friend. But sometimes we have to understand that because they're only a child, doesn't mean they're not going to do great things. Luke chapter 2 paints this picture in verses 41 through 52. I'm going to ask that you turn there with me this morning. Luke chapter 2, verses 41 through 52. You know, as the news spread of Jesus' birth, people were like, some were excited, right? Some were like, yeah, no, this ain't the guy. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Nothing good comes out of Nazareth, right? Nothing good comes from there. I mean, I, how can he be the Savior of the world? How can he be a king? He's only a child. But I believe that the picture is painted very clearly in Luke chapter 2. I believe not only is it painted very clearly, I think we see something so phenomenal so amazing, so just powerful in itself that it begins to throw us into a loop. Verse 41 says, Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. But they, supposing him to have been in the company, went a day's journey. They sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintances. And when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem seeking Him. And it came to pass after three days they found Him in the temple sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard Him were astonished at His understanding and answers. And when they saw Him, they were amazed. And His mother said unto Him, Son, why hast thou thus dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. And He said unto them, How is it that ye sought me, wish you not know that I must be about my Father's business. And they understood not the same which He spake unto them, and went down with them and came to Nazareth and, a, and was subject unto them. And His mother kept all these sayings in her heart. Catch that. She kept it all in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and favor with God and man. Could you imagine, first and foremost, the first time I ever read this, as a new believer, the first question I asked myself, Waylon, was, how do you lose the Son of God? Then there was times where I hear people talk about and share stories of, man, they was in such a big hurry that they forgot their kid at a family's house and had to turn around and go back and get them. And some said, I even had to 
go back to Walmart one time because I forgot mine was sitting in the buggy as I pushed it over. And I'm like, it happens, you know. It does, it happens, right? It's never happened to me, but it happens. But you wonder, how do you lose the Son of God? And it's not that they intentionally wasn't paying Him any attention. They thought He was with family and friends. He's among family. He's among friends. He, he's in good hands. Could you imagine the panic on His mother's face? I am the mother of the Son of God, and for crying out loud, I have lost Him. Frantically searching, saying, Joseph, you don't understand. We have lost Jesus. Well, who's going to tell God that you lost His Son? Because I'm not. Could you imagine that conversation? Could you imagine the moment when they walk into the temple and there's this young boy who with more understanding than those that sat around him. You know that song, Mary, Did You Know? There's so many times that I joke with folks because we heard it so much when it first came out. Everybody was looking at their radio every time it would play it, and I was like, for the love of God, yes, she knew. The angels told her she knew. But then I really listened to it, and it hit me. She didn't have a clue what he was about to do. He turned the world upside down. Some say he even started a rebellion. Some say it even started when he was 12 years old. Setting among doctors and theologians of his time, men who had had studied the Scripture in and out, who were the most educated of their time, and was able to give an account and knowledge of, of everything. King David who talked about Job as if they knew his darkest and intimate moments of trials and tribulations. Who talked about Jonah as if they was there in the belly of the well with him. But there was a moment in time when this young little boy walked in and just messed them all up. Some would scoff at him as he would stand and share with them the deepest, most intimate meanings of the Word of God. He was only a child. How could he possibly know the Word of God and what it entailed? He's only 12. How in the world could he have the, have the understanding of that of a theologian? He's only a child. How could he... How could He possibly be a king? How could He possibly be the Messiah? How could He possibly grow up and pay the price for the entire world? He's only a child. How could He heal the blind? How could He heal the deaf? Because at one time He was only a child. How would that child grow up to change the world? Carrie, Carrie. How in the world could a child take something so beautiful and turn it into something so magnificent? 
You know, we we look at, and, and I pick it, Amber and Matt all the time about little Charlie. Little Charlie, come here. Come here, little buddy. He's a toothpick, amen? This kid got more energy than anybody I've ever seen in my entire life. Logan, come here, buddy. I'm, I want to illustrate something to y'all for just just a quick second. Hang with me. This is not your typical Sunday morning message, okay? And just remind me that I didn't ask your parents before I'd done this, okay? So make sure I ask them after if it's okay, okay? <laughs> so there's that. Rosie, come here. Y'all just start having a seat right here, okay? Just like y'all would for Children's Church. Start having a seat. There you go. You sit right there, Charlie, because I, I want to keep an eye on you. you wiry. Y'all give that Red Bull and a cereal. Have a seat right there. All right, all the other little ones, come on. Jazzy, I want you to sit right there. Sit down. Sit down. Come on. Come on. Where's the rest of them? Have a seat. Can any one of y'all sitting out there this morning tell me one of these kids might be the one that'll grow up and change the world? I thought about this last night. And my heart crumbled. Because we don't know which one of these may have a cure for a disease that nobody has found yet. We don't know which one of these will grow up and preach the gospel to thousands. We don't know which one of these will grow up and sing to multitudes and they'll worship God under the sound of their voice. You can prove me wrong. I'll give you a minute. You can't. All you can tell me is they're only a child. I don't have candy for y'all, so y'all just hang tight. <laughs> Oftentimes, we, we look at the children and we say they're just kids. They don't understand. There's some things they don't get. There's things that they won't understand. We can't tell them everything because they won't get it. Let me tell you something. When this one goes home and mama and daddy text me and say, you know, Logan asked me about your message or Charlie said something about your message or, or Caroline said something about your message or, or, or Winnie said something about your message. These kids are listening to everything we say and do. Amen? We are the example, example set before them. Don't learn how to talk from me, okay? It's bad. I want you to understand something. As I stand before you today, to the best knowledge that is in my body and in what little bit of voice I have left. One of these kids will change Obine County. It's up to us to see which direction they go. Well, they're just a kid right now. They've got their whole life ahead of them. It is up to us to pave the way. It is up to us to pave the way.
it is up to us to pave the way. It takes unity. Amen? It takes leadership. It takes prayer and supplication. And it takes sacrifice. If we're not willing to sacrifice, and everybody in here would say, I would sacrifice anything for my kids. Each and every one of us, each grandparent under the sound of my voice, each parent under the sound of my voice, we would sacrifice the world for our kids. Amen? I'm not talking about that kind of sacrifice. I'm talking about that spiritual sacrifice. That time in the prayer closet. That time in our, on our face in the Word of God before Him saying, God, I don't know what the plan is You have for my kid. I don't know what their life beholds, Lord, but I'm putting them in Your hand. Mamas, you start standing over your kids and praying over them after they go to sleep. Because if they're like Charlie, I know they ain't still long enough. Amen? You alright down there, buddy? You've been still for a pretty good while. You okay? Alright. Logan, you okay over there? You sitting like a good old-fashioned redneck. Them knees, boy, they ain't going to take that too much longer. But if we can't invest time into our kids, in which we do that, amen? Protamus, we do that. I'm excited about that. Week after week, I see time and energy invested into these kids. I'm not going to lie to y'all. After Mason finished this morning, I almost, and I told Miss Jenny, that was amazing. And I almost gave an invitation. And I believe I should have. I believe that should have been church right there. Because we're always waiting on something. Do you know what these kids are waiting on? December the 25th. Amen? You ain't heard nothing but what they want for Christmas. Some of them want their two front teeth. Some of them want a chance to know Him more. And they're just waiting on you to show them. Because they don't know how to say, I need to know Him more. They need to see Daddy. I'm going to pick on daddies for a minute. They need to see daddies in this. They need to see mamas in this. They need to see mamas and daddies praying. They need to see mamas and daddies standing up and standing firm on the Word of God. You want, you want prayer back in school? You want the Word of God back in schools? Can I tell you something? We need to get it back in our homes first. You want to set the dynamic to see lives changed in your home? Knock the dust off. You say, Tom, I read my Bible every day. Knock the dust off. Get into the weightier matters of the Word of God. Anybody can live off milk. And I believe Maria would agree with this. We can read the promises of God all day long, but if we don't read the instructions, we're missing it. Amen? What good is anything if you don't have the instructions? We can guess at it. You may get lucky and get it right. It's kind of like putting that TV stand together on Christmas Eve. You may get it right. Rosie, you may want to move, baby. Mm-hmm. But if you want to see times hit a little different, it's when you get 
the understanding and the faith of a child. We have to invest in these kids, but I'm going to tell you something that will change your life that has changed mine in the past couple of months is letting a seven-year-old little girl invest into my life. She has taught me more about love and grace than I have ever understood in my entire life. Well, she's only a child. We don't deserve the grace and the love and the mercy of the Father. But He gives it to us. Amen? These kids are the future of not just this United States of America, but of Proteus. Amen. Some would say, well, they're 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 a little wiry. Well, drink your Red Bull before you come to church. You can keep up with them. Amen. Some would say, well, they got a little more energy than what I like. Well, too bad. You ain't got to go home with them. Amen? Why do you think Mason and Miss Christie give them all that candy? And send them home. I'm just kidding. You know, I called all y'all up here. I should have known there would have been one and it had to be the one in my household. Come here. But I'm going to tell you, and I'm talking to y'all now, okay? I ain't worried about nobody out here. I'm talking to y'all, okay? I love each and every one of y'all. Whole bunch, okay? And I'm going to tell you this. She is okay, I promise. She's fine. I want you to understand this. If you need to ask me a question, don't worry about who's around. You grab me by the hand and you say, Brother Tom, I need to talk to you. I don't care if it's about Pokemon. I don't care if it's about G.I. Joe. Oh, y'all may be getting a news. Never mind, I ain't going to go there. I better stop. <laughs> Wayland told me no, so that's where we're stopping that one at. He knows where I was going with it. But I want y'all to understand something. I love each and every one of y'all. Miss Carrie loves each and every one of y'all. I'm just a little more outspoken than she is. What? Amen? Just a little bit. I think we could all agree on that. What does outspoken mean? What you do a whole lot. <laughs> Me and you are like two peas in a pot, sweet girl. <laughs> that means you don't know how to be quiet, neither do I. <laughs> And I, I, I don't care if they get anything out of this or not. But as long as these doors are open and I am here, and, and I'm going to say this, as long as your mama and daddy's here, and as long as your mama and daddy's here, and all of y'all's mamas and daddies are here, I know the Word of God will be preached and taught to y'all. Okay? Ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Charlie, you got to quit putting Red Bull in your cereal, man. <laughs> Alright. And we're going to dismiss in a whole different way this morning. Because this is not where I had planned on going with this. And I told Carrie this morning I was excited. I'm still excited about this message. 
this morning on the way to church, I told her, I said, I want to listen to that song by Kenny Chesney. Was it called? <laughs> Just a kid. I've done asked her at five times today. And she plays it. And I thought about these kids. How many times have we said that? Well, they're just boys. They're going to get dirty. Amen? <laughs> Girls, get out of them mud holes. Y'all like, hush. You just blow buggers on me. <laughs> but I want y'all to understand, kids need to be kids. Amen? They're only little for a little while. Jesus was only little for a little while. And one day, He grew up and changed the whole world. Amen? I love y'all. Billy, here in just a second, I'm going to ask you to dismiss us in prayer. But first, does anybody know that song, Jesus Loves Little Children? Who knows it the best? Huh? Do you? Yeah, the one we learned when we were little kids. Children all the children of the world. Don't make the stick, do you? Can like this side. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Billy, if you will, sir. Hey, it's Pastor Tom. I hope and pray this message touched your heart. And maybe even today you're asking yourself, do I know Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior? You know, oftentimes in life we find ourselves in the mix of life. And life is hard. It's difficult. 
But if you've never trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and today you say, you know what, I want to do that. I want to accept Jesus. I want to know Him on a more intimate level. If that's you, my friend, today I want to pray with you. Simply just pray this. Father God, I know I'm a sinner. I ask you to send Jesus to come and dwell in my heart and to be the Lord of my life. I know that I'm in need of a Savior, and without Him, I would be nothing. Amen. My friend, today, if you prayed that prayer, I want to hear from you. You can email me at pastortomcrandall at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I want to send you a Bible. I want to send you some, some information on how to continue to walk with Christ. I love you, my friend. All the angels in heaven are rejoicing with you. God bless you.